Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. Got a special person here with me today. Once again, hooking up with Caleb Daigle. We're going to be talking about peace. You definitely want to hear this one. It's a good message for all of us on how we can live the right way as followers of Jesus Christ. Stay tuned. It's all about peace. Okay, folks, we are back. Caleb, great to have you on the show again. Hey, it's great to be back, Steve. Yes, a collaboration. So we are in a new studio, and uh, we're going to go ahead and crank out an awesome message, probably a two-part series on peace. And so I'm going to go ahead and open it up. I wrote some notes that I want to share with you folks. We're going to share some verses with you. And uh, Caleb and I are really taking the time out to do some studying on peace because we'd like to be prepared when sharing the message. So the topic of peace is a very broad one. In this short series, Caleb Daigle and I will be discussing why we need peace, how the Holy Spirit helps us have peace, and what we can do to have it. Peace can be defined as freedom from disturbance or tranquility. Uh, some great synonyms are calm, calmness, restfulness, peace and quiet, like most parents enjoy, and peacefulness. Uh, another definition is a state or period in which there is no war or war has ended. Now, I also went on BibleStudyTools.com, and um, I took part of their biblical definition of peace. Uh, it says, The biblical concept of peace is larger than that and rests heavily on the Hebrew word root word, S-L-M, which means to be complete or to be sound. The verb conveys both a dynamic and a static meaning, to be complete or whole or to live well. And the root word also for that S-L-M, you've heard many people say shalom, or it's salom. And then they added the H, but it also means peace. You'll hear people say, you know, peace be with you, brother, or they'll say shalom. They're talking about the peace of God. They're talking about peace. You know, may things be well with you. So with that being said, Caleb's going to read a verse here, and we're going to be talking about here is why we need to live in peace and what we are up against. All right, so the verse that I'm going to be reading is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Again, Ephesians 6, 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Mm. So a big part of this, you know, is the enemy, yes. the darkness, right? Mm -hmm. And as far as peace goes, you know, we open up ourselves to the negativity of the enemy yes yeah well like you know like you know what i'm saying it's not like you and i right now are opening ourselves up right no <laughs> but like we give him the opportunity to jump into our lives it's not god saying okay enemy come here and destroy this person or whatever it is it's us either walking away or willingly choosing to right. sin opening up that door and that's where it's at you know like Caleb's saying it's opening up the door because once we open up that door to sin it's just like Adam and Eve 
when they ate of the fruit, they gave the enemy an opportunity, and uh, he took over, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, like what it's saying, so a lot of times, you know, when you're reading this verse and it says, we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, meaning we're not fighting against the guy you see on the street or the neighbor that's driving you nuts. You know, it's bigger than that. The enemy is after us. And it's now, when I say that too, let's make a correction here because, and I'm just going to say it. I mean, hey, you're on relevance for today, so we're talking about a relevant topic. We're talking about peace. But at the same time, don't think yourself so special that every time you turn a corner, Satan's after you. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it was just like when I had Austin Bixler on. Caleb, you know Austin Bixler broke both of his elbows. But like he said, it didn't mean... The enemy said, I'm going to knock you off your ladder. No, he put his ladder in the wrong spot. Yeah. And things like that happen in life. Yes. I mean, it's life. Yes. You never know what's going to happen. Life happens. Yeah. But at the same time, as a follower of Jesus Christ, if you do open yourself up to sin, yes, there's strong chances that the enemy is going to try to topple you because he knows what we're capable of. You know, it's kind of like I told someone when we were doing some interviews in the past, I said, listen, once you get out here and speak and you share your voice and you share what God's doing in your life, be ready and be prepared. And that doesn't mean look around every corner and be like, oh my gosh, the enemy's going to get me because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But it means don't slip up, stay focused on the Lord. And that's what it means. And so, um, yeah, Caleb, that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, to kind of tie in with that, uh, the enemy doesn't really have the power over us physically. Mm. You know, he gets in your head mentally. Uh-huh. And what ends up happening, like you said, is that sin, you open that door up, and that sin takes over your life. Yes. And it's not necessarily... The enemy, it's the enemy being able to get in your head at the beginning, Uh which opens the door for that sin to go and get you deeper and deeper and deeper, which the enemy wants you to get deeper and deeper, deeper, because then he has you right in that position where you're not going to do anything now. You're not going to go out and spread the word and all that type of stuff. I got you where I want you. Right. Yeah, and that's true. And uh, Jensen Franklin, if you listen to Jensen Franklin, you need to look up a message on YouTube called WATCH, W-A-T-C-H, and it stands for watch your words, watch your attitude, watch your temptations, watch your character, and watch your household. And it's powerful. And in there, when he talks about temptation, he talks about like being bitten by a snake, like a rattlesnake. Like if you don't hear it rattle, you're not going to know it's coming. And what the enemy will do with sin, you know, and we're talking about peace and all this, by the way. We're just sharing this with this. But when if you don't hear a rattlesnake, you'll get closer and closer and closer to where you're going. And by the time you realize there's a rattlesnake there, two ladies already bit you. It's the same thing. We can open ourselves up to sin. We can lose our peace. And... The enemy's on the prowl. We could have somebody beeping at us. We could have road rage going on and things like that. And we have to remember, not today, Satan, not today. And keep staying focused on what we're doing. James 4, 7 is very important 
because there's going to be times where we're going to have situations. Like I've had times in ministry where I've been having a fantastic day doing ministry, doing things for the Lord, and all of a sudden there'll be an individual that'll try to rub me the wrong way. I'll know that it's the uh, the enemy. You can tell. And uh, I said to one guy, I said, not today, Satan, not today. Oh, I know that story. Yeah, and he stopped dead in his tracks. Yeah. He stopped what he was saying to me, got in his car and left. And uh, But it's all about resisting the enemy. Exactly. And so James 4, 7 in the New Testament, James 4, 7 out of the New Living Translation, and Caleb and I are reading out of the New Living Translation today, by the way. And it says, so humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So when you know that you know that you know, you don't just stub your toe and say, I resist the devil in the name of Jesus right now. No, you stubbed your toe because you weren't paying attention where you were going. But you'll know when it's the enemy attacking you and when it's just simple human error. And so be alert on that because that will also steal your joy, steal your peace. You won't have peace. Right, Mr. Caleb? That's right. He, The enemy, he comes at you in the same way. He knows where you get ticked off or, you know, what gets you down. Mm. And he, he knows that. Right. You know, so like you were saying, Steve, if something happens and you notice that, hey, wait a second, this is something that usually really bothers me. I know what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have to resist the devil. That's where you put your foot down and say, not today, Satan. Yes, not today, Satan, not today. And remember that, folks, and you can say that. You have the authority as a follower of Jesus Christ. And if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, we'll be sharing with you about salvation as well. You want to live in peace? Ask Christ into your life. It'll exactly. change forever. But right now we're supposed to be focusing. i got to stay focused <laughs> on why we need peace. So we're talking about that. We're talking about spiritual attacks. We're talking about when you have Christ in your life and you just don't have the peace that you should be having, that's when you got to check yourself. Um, the old saying, get a check up from the neck up, you know, because sometimes, especially in our minds. Yeah, that's, can, that's the easiest spot for him to get in. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the brain is such a complex thing where, you know, anything can slip in. You know, just little things that make you snap mm-hmm. and then, like, changes your direction of your thinking and all that kind of stuff yeah oh yeah it's it's simple in fact we're gonna speak it right now because and you know we're sharing things as you've noticed in the podcast sometimes we're sharing things and we actually speak to people right there and then right in the middle of the podcast someone right now out there in fact quite a few of you out there right now you've got the battle of the mind going on where you're thinking a lot of thoughts in your head and half the time you're thinking of thoughts that aren't even going to take place. You're having conversations in your head that you think you're going to have with people that aren't going to take place, and it's causing you civil, it's, it's unrest. Yeah. You have no peace in those areas, and you need to pray about it and just ask the Lord to take that away from you and yeah. say, say it, yeah. speak it into existence right out of your mouth. Yeah. Not today, Satan, not today. You're not taking my peace. You're not using my mind. I've got to stop focusing on this, and I've got to stop focusing on that and worrying about what I'm going to say. Just the bottom line is remember, always come in love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so got another verse here for you. Uh, John 
records Jesus' words in John 10.10, where he says, The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. And of course, Jesus also says in the next sentence, My purpose is to give them rich and satisfying life. The whole purpose of the enemy is to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to destroy your plans. He wants to destroy God's plans for your life. So the end result is you're null and void. You're, You're of no use to the kingdom. And the reason why that happens is because we give up our peace. Because we sit back, we feel defeated. I'm a part of a prayer group, and we're praying for a gentleman's wife. And when we were praying, I could see a vision of a yoke, like an oxen yoke, yeah. being on her neck. And so I told him that. It was like she was discouraged. She just didn't do anything at all. She used to share the gospel and go out and just, she was doing amazing things for the Lord. Yeah. And now she just sits and the days just go by and she doesn't do anything at all. And it was like chains. She was bound by chains was in the vision. It was like a yoke was on her that was holding her down by the enemy and keeping her from doing what God called her to do. And he stole her joy. And so the husband's on fire for the Lord. He's praying every day for her. But the end result is right now she's being defeated until she realizes what's going on and demands it and speaks against it in the name of Jesus. She may sit there for a little while longer. Yeah. But the enemy sits back and he goes, my job's done here. And he moves on to the next spot. Yep. You know, you've got some stories to share, Caleb, about the enemy, how he can steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah, I mean, relationship-wise, there's there is, there is one time where, you know, it, it was, it seemed like, you know, the enemy comes in and, he makes everything like glittery and fairy tale, like you know. <laughs> he makes everything look good, mm-hmm. but then once you settle down, mm. once things start brewing, that's when he comes in and starts putting stuff in mm. slowly. And then the end result is just this whole like mush snowball of just chaos, right? Where you know my health was not where it should have been mm. a year into the relationship. It's just like things that he gets in your head, you know, like the way that you talk, the way that you think. It just, that's how I was thinking, you know, I was always down. Mm. Um, wasn't really happy with where I was. You had stress Kind of confused, right? yeah. Stressed out all the time, just irritable. And then, you know, once I, and it, I'm trying to remember. What ended up happening was um, our dog, Zorro, he passed away. Like, mm-hmm. he had to be put down. Oh, man. And um, Sorry to hear that. Hey, it's all right. It's been, I don't even know. It's been a few months. Mm. I don't remember. But what ended up happening was when that happened, like, something clicked. And, like, what God does is mm-hmm. he comes in and he will he will keep poking at you like come on like i'm right here right and he uses situations mm-hmm. in order to get your attention so i had the enemy attacking my life for mm-hmm. a good portion right or not a good portion of my whole life but like a portion of time mm-hmm. and then that situation where zoro he was put down something clicked and then it brought me to realize wait a minute 
And then that's when I had my like revelation. And mm. like we talked about that in the right. interview that you did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where so God like, grabbed a hold of you. And- yeah, like he like he this time it was like he caught me with a fishing <laughs> rod and just like big game fishing. It was just like, whew, it like pulled me back and I was just like, Holy moly. Right. So that's when like, you know, getting into the word and I realized it's really not that hard. Having like the peace of God in your life changes the way you think and the way you process things, mm. you know? So now you have the knowledge that the enemy is out there and he's determined to destroy your life. Right. Knowing that he's out there, now you can use God's word against his word. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, use the word Which, against him like exactly. Jesus did when he was tempted in the desert and that ultimately brings you to that the crossroads yeah that's why you need peace you know what i mean yeah that's why you need jesus in your life you know and like what caleb was saying is because the thing about caleb knowing i mean he grew up in a family that loves the lord and um Caleb has a calling on his life. You know, many of you out there have callings on your life. It's just a matter of realizing what that calling is. And sometimes it's a matter of the uh, old saying goes, what do you enjoy doing? What is it you like to do? You know, some of you like to bake. Some of you like to mend clothes. Some of you like to speak to people. Whatever it is, use that gift for God's kingdom and get out there and do it. But in Caleb's case, he has some callings on his life. His family knew about it. He knew about it. And then he ended up uh, dating a young lady, and things just went down south. And the enemy was working it because the enemy does not want Caleb to get where he's supposed to be because he's going to be a thorn in the enemy's side because he's going to be able to reach a lot of people. And many are going to come to Christ because, remember, the enemy's goal is to not go into the lake of fire alone. He wants to take as many people as he can. Hell is real. Heaven is real. Yeah. Remember that, folks. <clears throat> okay, so another thing is um, parenting. You know, parents. It's the same thing for us as parents. Uh, I have two adult children. You folks have heard them on podcasts. If you haven't, make sure you check it out. I spoke with my son a couple podcasts with my son and did one with my daughter. And they're adults now. But... Parents growing up with children in your home, same thing. I mean, there's times when you're sitting back and your children might be lashing out at you, and that's when you have to really think, okay, what's going on here? This is not normal. Yeah. You know, we love the Lord. We're living the way we're supposed to be living. Why is this happening in our household? That's where you got to grab a hold and pray, and you get everybody together, and you just start saying, don't let the enemy destroy us. We're not going to let the enemy destroy us. You speak against the enemy in the name of Jesus. People go around. They anoint their their hallways and doorposts with oil. Whatever you need to do, you grab that word of God and you declare it over your household and make sure there's peace restored in your home because there are many of you out there right now hearing our voices and you're going through hell in your own house and you're sitting back and you're going, why is this happening to me? And it may be rebellious teens you know, you you think you've got your hands full. You think it's only you. Well, surprise, it's not. There's many of us that have been through different things as parents. And you're not alone. And make sure you come alongside some people who will help 
give you peace as well. You can't do it by yourself. That's right. It really does take a village to raise a child. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you cannot do it by yourself mm. with anything in life. That's right. Need Jesus. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so Caleb, you got a verse for us. Yeah, I got one more verse to kind of wrap this all up. It's in Proverbs chapter 14, 30. Um, again, it's the New Living Translation. Mm-hmm. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Mm. So that's like, you know, that's like a bullet right to the chest, you know? That like says it right there. It hits you. Yep. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. And like... That's true though. You get in stressful situations, mm-hmm. it, it goes downhill quick. Like, like I was saying before, being in that situation... Mm. It was, like I said, it started off good, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But then the enemy picks at you and he keeps picking and prodding. And then what ends up happening is you get stressed out and all that stuff. And being stressed like is proven in the health Oh, yeah. It'll industry. make you it's, sick. Yeah. It like, can end up killing you, you know? Like yeah. heart problems and all that kind of stuff. So being able to turn that around and find peace right. is what God wants you to do and yeah. he wants you to be stressed out. Right. And and the the thing about your time period, your dad yeah hadn't had his kidney yeah yet. So what was happening with you not having any peace was more turmoil in the household because yeah. then you were acting a certain way towards your family as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that radiated off of you. Yeah. And, you know, when you're a follower of Jesus Christ, and I like saying follow, we like saying follower of Jesus Christ more than just saying a Christian because when you sit back and say Christian, I don't, the last thing you want is people to look on TV and see a person with a picket sign. Yeah. That's not, that's not Christ-like with a picket sign saying go to hell and all this craziness. Yeah. You know, that brings turmoil and there's no peace in that either. Exactly. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, Caleb's in a Christian household. He's over the age of 19, finished school, living at home. And because he had the stress from his relationship, that was more stress being brought in the house. Yeah. And that affected everybody as well. Yeah, there's not much peace. It was a lot of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. All because of a seed being planted. Yeah. And like, again, like you decide to let the enemy in. Yeah. You decide whether or not the enemy gets to plant his seed, mm. you know, and let that grow into that his harvest. Right. Yeah, that's true. Because the more it grows, the he's more sitting it grows. back. Yep. And all these, you know, weird looking plants come up and everything <laughs> and like it's dark, it's eerie, it's Yeah. But with God, you know, it's plentiful. It's a bounty of peacefulness oh, yeah. and like love and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and we'll be talking about that in the next podcast show. But yeah, that's important like he said because that brings up where Paul says a little yeast leavens the whole lump. Yeah. I believe it was Paul who said it. But yeah, in that, because you put a little bit of yeast and you mix it just right with a little bit of flour, it expands and grows. You take one bad seed and throw it in. You take one bad apple, throw it in a bag 
with a bunch of fresh apples, and over time it's going to rot out, starting with that one rotting apple. Yeah. And so making yourselves aware of that piece, and we'll be talking about that in the next podcast, and the next one we'll be actually talking about how the Holy Spirit can help you, and we'll be talking about what you can do as well. So anything else you want to add to that, Caleb? Uh, no. Mm. I think that we, we covered yes. quite a bit right there. Yeah, so we'll do one more part to this series because that's going to have all the good nuggets in it. Um, But we did want to address this side of it because, you know, as followers of Jesus Christ, we do need peace. Yeah. And uh, if you're not at peace yourself, how in the world are you going to show others peace? Exactly. Because they're going to look at you and you say, hey, let me tell you about Jesus Christ and salvation. And they're going to say, man, I know a little bit about Jesus and what I know you are not exemplifying it at all because you like you're in turmoil you know but yet people should be able to see you and say hey that person's at peace i want to know why are you so peaceful in the middle of a blizzard yeah so good stuff yeah oh actually i do have one thing to add yes being aware Mm. of the enemy so after all this you know we know now that whoever's listening to this Mm -hmm. if you haven't figured it out before yeah you should know it now Mm -hmm. that there is an enemy out there yes and that's the number one thing in order to reach that peace is to know that he's out there yep and not just to know jesus is there for us we need to know this yeah you need to know that there's a dark side to this yep in order to fight that battle yeah that's true being aware of the enemy yep would be the best way to say it. It's like being suited up with your rifle and being in the military and nobody tells you where the enemy's at so you have no clue where they're at. You're just running around wild. Yeah. Yeah. But when they describe it and you you know about the symptoms and okay, you know, with God there's peace. But I have God in my life. Well, how come I don't have peace? Okay, let's figure out what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And then you can pray about those things. You can ask others to pray for you to pray with you and for you. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, I'll go ahead and close in prayer. And uh, actually, you know what, Caleb? You close in prayer. All right. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. right, So, Lauren, we're just sitting right here right now, and we just ask for you to reach everybody who's searching for peace out in this podcast, in this video right now, Lord. Because many of us need it, mm-hmm. and especially in this world nowadays, it's filled with you know negativity and all the turmoil. So we just ask so that you would have this be a light to the people that really need it, mm-hmm. and just help Steve and I to keep pushing the word and keep helping those people out there who really need it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, and let me just add to that. You know, Lord, we just want to also pray for all those out there who are hurting and suffering. And as Caleb said, being aware of the enemy, may their eyes be open to the enemy's attacks. And may they also know they can rely on Jesus Christ for all the strength they need. And we thank you for all the blessings. Bless each and every individual listening to the sound of our voices. 
And we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to reach as many as we can. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. There you have it, folks. Okay, so part one is done of this two-part series. You know, as Caleb was praying, I was also thinking about uh, what came to me when he was talking about the turmoil and chaos and things like that in the world is don't forget to turn off the news. Yes. My words. That's just that's just the starting point of yeah. all the brewing of negativity. Yes. I mean you you know, you turn on the news, the next thing you know it's negativity, people hating their leaders and people just disliking each other and killing each other and there's so much going on. Yes, we need to be aware of it, but at a time where you may not have peace in your house, don't turn on the news. You're going to get so much negative stuff and one-sided conversations, and it's just going to be turmoil. It'll be a mess. Focus on good things, positive things. Be around positive people. And focus on the number one thing that we should all be focusing on. God and the big picture. Yes. calling. Yes. That we all have in our lives. Amen, brother. That's right. All right. Well, with that being said, folks, you guys take care of yourselves, and we will see you on part two. God bless you all. Take care of yourselves. Love you. Peace. Peace.